Hey yo, what's going on everybody? It's your man DJ Swamp Thing, program director for Ohio Fleet Radio, alongside with my big brother DJ D Poise. And I'm here to officially tell you that Ohio Fleet Radio is up and running, and we are now looking for artists from the great state of Ohio to get their music played on one of the worldwide stations heard from people all around the country. That's right. All you have to do is send your press kit, clean or raw version, to submit.ohiofleetradio at gmail.com. That's a Radio at gmail.com and we got you. And make sure that you log on to radio.net slash Ohio Fleet Radio 24-7 for mix shows, podcasts, and a little bit of everything. And of course, we are your go-to hip-hop and R&B station for local hits and music worldwide. That's radio.net slash Ohio Fleet Radio. Send those submissions, Ohio, to submit.ohiofleetradio at gmail.com. All right, let's go. This is a fleet DJ exclusive. What's going on, everybody? This is Ohio Fleet Radio for the art interview series. I'm your man, DJ Swamp Thing, again, posting from Columbus, Ohio, where we are based. Thank you, everyone who's been chiming in, who's been posting, who's been sharing, who's been listening to Ohio Fleet Radio and sharing it with your friends and family and artists. Of course, we are here for you guys. Um, hopefully, everyone is doing okay during this pandemic and staying healthy. I know it's rough. I know it's been a while. I know we're all itching to get out. But uh, just hang in there. Hang in there. Columbus, Ohio is uh, opening up slowly but surely. Um, shout out to the governor, man. Shout out to Governor DeWine. I believe he's doing one hell of a job um, reacting and acting um, to everything that's going on. I know he's been getting... Some criticism lately, but I believe that Ohioans, the majority of Ohioans, I believe, I think, uh, believe that he's doing a great job. So, again, shout out to Governor DeWine. I mean, I know we know we want to get out and uh, act like everything was okay and this never happened, but there's no sense of doing that if we're all just going to get out here and get sick. So, relax. We're almost there. Uh, We've been doing a great job. We're going to see the sunlight more often sooner than later, but... On to a better note, uh, again, this, and I was just thinking about this, as you guys know from For the Art, this is our fourth interview, and they have all been female. I just thought about that. So shout out to all the females out there doing major, major things. Your boy Swamp loves you. And as if we haven't gotten enough great talent on this phone, I have another great person uh, who I've known for a little while now. Um, and there's always that one person or those few people who, no matter what happens on um, the relationship, um, out there doing your own different things and building your own brand. Sometimes you can just call on a few people um, and they're going to come running or they're going to say yes. You don't have to draw blood or pull strings. This person is definitely one of those people. I appreciate it. I, uh, she's doing a hell of a job out there in the ATL. However, she is Columbus, Ohio bred. So without further ado, super producer, author, all, I mean, I can't, I'm not, I'm not even going to start all the labels. I'll let her do it. London Alexa, what's good? Hey. Hey. What's that? What's good? What's good? What's happening? Man, that was a nice introduction. Oh, well, you know, I try to do what I can do when I can do it, you know. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, man. So what's, what's been, first of all, uh, how's everyone, how's family, friends during uh, all this craziness that's going on in the country, in the world? Um, 
for the most part, everybody's doing well. Um, up until maybe a couple of days ago, no one in my family had been, like, you know, tested or tested positive for it. But, sure. Um, I have a stepbrother who lives in Chicago, um, and he, we just found out that he tested positive for uh, coronavirus. So just, you know, keeping him uplifted in our Absolutely. parents and things like that. But um, outside of that, everybody's doing really well. Just, you know, staying home, staying healthy, wearing masks. Things like that. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, definitely prayers up to, to him from Ohio Free Radio family. Um, how is it going with you uh, personally as uh, a creative, as an artist, as a producer, as someone in the industry, especially in a place like Atlanta? Um, has that slowed any progress down during all of this? Has it sped up a little bit? I've been hearing, I've been hearing both sides. I, on a production side, I've been hearing it's been busier. Um, and in some areas in the creative arts, I, I, I've heard that it's gotten a lot slower. So where is it from your point of view? Um, from my point of view, um, it's been a little bit slower from the production side because uh, usually if I work with independent artists and things like that, we get together and work in studio. Sure. So um, I haven't been, you know, doing that mostly for obvious reasons, but it's been okay because it's given me time to actually focus on doing different things that have been, you know, on my to-do list for a while anyway, like the book, which I'm sure we'll get into later. So um, it really hasn't been bad. It's given me time to, to sit still and not be so, because, um, you know, Atlanta is a very busy city. Absolutely. Like, there are a lot of events and things. So it's hard to just stay and focus when you're running around so much, you know, so you could just sit and just think like, okay, well, if I'm not going to do music right now, if I'm not, if I don't have to focus on making beats for so many people, why don't I just, you know, do something for myself, you know? So Absolutely. It's, been, it's actually been okay. I haven't, um, the worst part about it for me is just having to stay inside because I'm a people person. So yeah. I like to go out and meet people and interact. And then, you know, I'm not, I'm from Ohio. So like all my close friends and family are still in, in Columbus. Yeah. So, you know, being here on a quarantine kind of is just whack. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody I know here for the most part, you know, I know them through music or church and we're not getting together as much for those things. So it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Right. Slow. Right, right. I know. And, and speaking of uh, you focusing on other things, just, you know, tell the people exactly what it is that, that you do. Um, I know your resume is long. Uh, you've been, you've, you've had a, you've had a hell of an experience so far. Just kind of tell the people out there who, who might not know you, uh, exactly what it is that you do, what you're into. Okay, cool. So I'm London Alexa. I'm a music producer, um, based out of Atlanta right now, but I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I specialize, you know, in creating beats, but I also put out music under my own name, similar to like what DJ Khaled does, where I can't select artists to go over my production. So um, I do that because it gives me a way to get out the music that I want to make, as opposed to only making music that artists want me to make for them. Right. But um, I do that. I I really want to get into sync licensing, but um, right now I'm mainly focused on um, working with independent artists and a couple majors too. and yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. I'm a music producer. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, it's funny, and it just didn't just happen purely by accident. Um, I was just going back on some some different things, some mixtapes, some music, or whatever. And I don't know why I forgot about it, but I ran into uh, from the ground up the mixtape that you did uh, that you did. Uh, uh, who was it? It was uh, Essence. Actually, you did a couple of them. There was uh, yeah, Essence. I had a couple of yeah, them. you did. You did. But I ran into that and and I was listening to it. And that was I want 
want to say that was like end of 2017, maybe early 2018. And then a question that posed to me, because I knew we would be talking today, and I don't know the last time you, you listened to anything that far back, but what do you think as a as a producer and as, you, as you've been growing and learning, especially in Atlanta, um, where would you say you've progressed the most from, I would say, let's say 2018 to now? For me, I progressed the most in knowledge. Uh, moving to Atlanta, it gave me a lot of access to events where people just give out free free game you know free right right so i got to learn a lot about how the industry works and um even just from a business side like you know like why it's important to put money into your advertising and stuff like that like and just you know just how a lot of things work that i didn't necessarily understand before so definitely knowledge and then on top of that um individuality as far as like my artistry so the importance of finding your own sound as opposed to you know just trying to make what other people want you to make or what you think people want to hear from you sure. just, you know keeping your your individuality and your uniqueness and you know just still being available to yourself in that way so sure. I've definitely progressed the most in, in knowledge and just awareness Okay, yo. Now, uh, kind of extending of the of that question, what the what is the biggest difference? And I know there's quite a few, but just in your head, whatever pops up first, the biggest difference from working here in Columbus, Ohio, and versus Atlanta, because you know they call Atlanta the Black Hollywood, so it's always busy, it's always yeah. running around. Columbus is a little more slower, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, so the, the major difference here is just access to opportunity, I would say. Okay. Um, because there's, like I said, like I was saying before about the events, there's just so many things that you can go to, like, and it's easy to get into places to meet people and network with people. And there is, like, you know, there's so many people coming to Atlanta. Like you said, it's the Black Hollywood. So there are so many, like, people you could meet who are on the same path as you. Because most people move here to pursue something. Right, right. Whether it's music or acting or modeling or whatever the career path is. Right. But there, so since there are so many people here coming here for the grind, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to connect with like-minded individuals who y'all can try to build together with or work together on things with. So the biggest difference to me is just like, um, like I said, access to opportunities and it's because, just because there's so much going on here. Right, right. Um, so, I love to ask this question, especially to uh, female artists, because as we all know, for the most part, especially hip hop or music is genuine, is more of a, they call it more of a, 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 a man's kind of a man's game and all this different thing. Um, but I love to ask this question, especially, um, I had the opportunity to speak to the daughter of Easy, the late Easy E. Um, and she said that for her, um, she doesn't, there's not a lot of, uh, men in the industry when she goes in the studio and does the things who try her, quote unquote. Like it's usually just a, a respect thing and she goes in there with an attitude of meaning business. So, you know, it's not kind of like a, I guess she used the words a studio girl. Um, you know, she goes in there to try to work or even if she's not working, she's sitting down, she's busy on the phone, she's writing, she's conducting business. So when people introduce themselves to her, predominantly men, it's usually just a business introduction and that's it. Just from, from your experience in the studio, you know, how, has that happened? Is that happening? And, and how are you approaching that, um, as a professional yourself? Yeah, I really, I love the way that, um, she phrased her as far as like just being professional it has a lot to do with how you carry yourself mm-hmm. with how you're going to be treated right. not saying that that's an excuse to be treated any other way if you carry yourself any other way but I, I know like for me I have the same experience as her as far as like most people respect me when I come into the studio sure. like especially if, that, if I'm going 
go into a session with people I know. Um, the as far as like people trying me, people don't usually try me. If anything, they overlook me if they don't know who I am because I'm a female in the studio. Uh, and I don't think it's out of disrespect. I think it's they out just of don't know. Assume I'm somebody's girlfriend. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. So they don't. I think that they don't because usually I'll go to the session with somebody like a friend or you know like another producer. Sure, somebody. sure. So like they'll expect they'll walk in, they'll dap up the guy, and then like just kind of walk past me. <laughs> session you walking right, into, exactly, you know, exactly. put some respect on my name, right, yeah, right. Listen, exactly, <laughs> but, but usually, you know, I just like the work speak for itself, because even, you know, the other issue on top of that is, like, once you tell them you're a producer, because even if they get past the whole you not being a girlfriend thing, the next thing is, oh, she must be a singer, and it's like, oh. no, I'm not a singer either, I'm a producer, so then it's like... Oh, like, you said something that was interesting because this is something that I uh, have a strong opinion on as it pertains to uh, walking into a room or any place, no matter where it is, and introducing yourself, whether it's male or female, and you don't know who's who. I, I, I always find it funny, because I, I don't have this problem. I can walk into a room and shake everybody's hand, male or female, introduce myself and keep it moving. It's it's the way that you do it. Now, if, I, if I'm walking into a room and I say what's up to the fellas and then I grab a girl, you know, the girl's hand and maybe look at her in her eyes or look at it differently, then I can see the disrespect, but it, there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with going, shaking hands to everybody in the room, because like you just said, you don't know who's who. And first impression is a lasting impression. I would feel funny about working with somebody who can't even introduce themselves to everyone in the room, especially if you're a guest. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter if not. Now, don't get me wrong. And we all know it. If the if the male or female is standoffish or they're in a corner or their head is down and it looks like they don't want to be bothered. I, I, I'm, I'm most likely would pass you up. But if you're looking at me or we're in the same direction and you're smiling or, sh- or, or waving your hand while I'm talking to somebody else next to you, then my next move would be to move over and introduce myself in the same way that I did from to the female that I did for the male. You know, so I just I always find that funny, you know, where guys will get into a room and just ignore the. Fi- I'm like, man, you're not. You're not hollering at the girl. You're just being respectful. It's the lady in the right, room. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Acknowledge, yeah, exactly. but that's me. That we could talk about that'd be a whole other subject. <laughs> that'd be something totally different. But uh, before we go, because um, we're gonna get ready to take a break. Congratulations on your one year of I don't give a funk. I know that's that oh, came thank around. You. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Talk about uh, talk a little bit about that experience, and then talk about what's happened um, from then to now, as far as that single and how it's progressed. Yeah, 
so I don't give a funk is like super super special to me because that's the song where I feel like I, I found my style like I found myself and that music just sounds like me it's like my personality um I have full control like produce the record from top to bottom as far as hand selecting an artist coming up with a concept for the song um even working with a couple uh, with a live bass player and a couple musicians uh just to give it a better feel sure but um, yeah, like, since then, it's been really, really great. You know, I shot my first music video to that song. Right, and, um, right. Getting a lot of streams and things like that on Spotify. So I got to, you know, experience a little bit of what that's like. And just, just it's just been a, a learning experience, if nothing else. So, like, now I know exactly what I need to do next time I want to release another single and things like that. So it, it, it just, it's just been really, really great. My next step with that is, is trying to get it on um, TV shows or movies and things like that um, through sync class and things. Yeah. So that's the new avenue that I want to take because that song I mean it could be on radio but I didn't really make it for radio I made it more for like a soundtrack for like animation or something like that so I really really want to get that in TV and film so that's the next step but the cool thing about that song is that people started coming to me for that type of sound after mm. I released it so that that like opened up a new opportunity for me because now people look at me as a different type of producer right. outside of the box into this lane right. whereas before I was just making you know like trap, hip hop, R&B like the typical stuff that yeah. you would expect to hear from a, a black producer right. so now people just respect me a little more and you know trust with different types of sounds, so yeah, that's 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 Amazing. dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, and it is on. Uh, so Ohio Free Radio now has a a top ten something we started this month, and uh, that is part of our top ten for the month. Um, so we're playing. Yeah, so we're we um are going to be playing that uh, at uh, five p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, along with other nine uh, tracks. So congratulations for that as well. So we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we have a London Alexa on the phone. Uh, we're gonna be talking about her book that uh, she just released not too long ago and that experience with that. Ohio Free Radio DJ Swamp Thing. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. I don't 
Swamp Scion, bringing you the hot sauce with DJ Swamp Thing. DJ Saint, we bringing it way back. It's the Way Back Mix with DJ Saint every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Ohio Fleet Radio. Ohio Fleet Radio, DJ Swamp Thing. For the art interview series, we are back. Still have the legendary London Elixir on the phone. Uh, right, hey. So um, so let's talk about this book, man. First of all, congratulations on the book. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I, I love the title because obviously I'm sure I did like everybody else did and did not think it was what it stood for, the letters. But yeah. talk about the book. Um, first of all, how where did that even come from, your inspiration behind it, um, and then go on to to forth till now. Yeah, definitely. So the book is um, called PTO, which stands for Paid Time Off, That's which is awesome. also, you know, a play on paid time off. And shout out to my friend AV, man. He came up with the name for that. Like, it's wow. like good to have good people around you. It is. I, yeah, that is not my strong point. Naming things, I'm not good at naming things. So, like, I'll call it, like, I have AV. He's very good at coming up with names. And, like, you know, he's my, uh, one of my really close friends. So, he's been around for the whole process of the book. And he had read parts of it. So, when I called him and asked him for a name, it was like, God, I shot that right to him. And I was like, oh, that is perfect. Right. So, yeah. So, oh, my gosh, the inspiration. So, I quit my job in May of last year to do music full-time. So, you know, it's my, like, one-year anniversary of being a full-time entrepreneur. Hey. And, yeah, praise God. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, after I quit my job, a lot of people would come up to me and ask me, like, how did you quit your job to do music? I'm trying to get like you. What did you do? Did yeah. something happen? You know? And there was so much that went into that decision. It was kind of hard to give a quick answer to people who, who asked me. And it was like back to back it wasn't like just a couple people asking me like people like were asking like all the last year even into this year to the point where I was like you know I should just write a book about it you know because I need to go into depth because although there was a lot of things that I was doing to prepare you know financially and music wise there was also even more going on spiritually and that was the key you know it's kind of hard to tell somebody that is you don't know where their relationship is, you know, spiritually, they might not, you know, receive that. So right. Like, you know, it's kind of hard to give that, you know, in a quick answer. So I'm going to just write it down. I'm going to make it plain. I'm going to, the book is written literally how I'm speaking to you right now. Um, it's not like super, you don't have to be like super into reading to just pick up the book and knock it out. It's a short read. But right. It's very in-depth as far as everything you need to know about my journey to help you along your own journey. Mm. So that's, purpose of the book really is just kind of to inspire people and it just gives them a fresh perspective because there are a lot of people who want to be full-time entrepreneurs and you know that's where the play pray time off comes on it's like you want you want to get off your job you know to do something else so you want to get that pray time off but you're not really sure like how to go about it yeah and you, you're, you might be waiting on like some major opportunity to happen and you know I just wanted to give a perspective from the sense of like you don't have to get like a huge major placement in order to quit your job to do music full time. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't have to. It's, it's there are more than there's more than one way to get to where you want to be as far as entrepreneurship. And in my particular case, it had a lot to do with you know spirituality. Sure. So, yeah. So the book is just about my spiritual journey. Um, everything I did financially, everything I was doing music wise, 
and it's for anybody. It's not just for if you want to be a music producer or even if you just want to be an entrepreneur. It's, a, it's, a for, it's for anybody. It's, there are so many things that you can relate to in the book. Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what inspired it. No, I, I think that's great. I think especially, and obviously I can only speak for, uh, Columbus. I know there's a lot of people here that can really take advantage of that book because, um, a lot of the times people aren't taking that next step because to be honest, they're scared. They have no idea what's going to happen next. Uh Um, they have no idea, uh, if they're going to let, you know, people who are relying on them to, uh, you know, make money or do that nine to five and everything that guaranteed stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, myself included, myself included. I, I, I put myself on there too, where, you know, I've had plenty of experiences even now where I'm, you know, I want to make that next step. I know I can make the next step. I know I can be successful in the next step, but there's that time. There's that, that gray area between that security and that un- uncertainty, that certainty and that uncertainty. You know, there's a, there's a huge gray area there. And I know for myself, there's people who, who, I do depend on me to, you know, just grind it out for the sake of the family or the household or responsibilities. And, yeah. uh, you know, like you said, you know, having that, having that, that faith based, um, attitude, uh, to help get through that, um, could, could be what a lot of people are missing. I know, you know, you said it's not, you don't want to, we don't want to get too religious because maybe people won't receive that, but I think you still have to, you gotta have that, you still have to have that faith that everything's going to turn yeah. out okay. Exactly. I know, like, and I expect, like, all of those feelings, like, anybody who's in our position, you know, who is working a nine-to-five or a certain job, and, you know, but they have this passion that they really want to make their full-time job, because yeah. that's what they would enjoy doing, they go through those feelings of, like, okay, well, how am I going to pay my bills, though, right. because, you know, there's going to be, there's probably going to be some downtime where I'm not making any money, and, you know, even, like, the best person in the best situation, if you start a new business, like your first couple years you might be in the negative that's and true. that's kind of a scary thing to think about you know so especially like you said when you're when you become comfortable with the paycheck every two weeks you know right. and you know exactly how much the paycheck is going to be entrepreneurship right. is not like that at all <laughs> 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 and this is coming from like just to give a you know a little bit of background sure. I went to Ohio State and I got my degree in computer science and engineering so the job that I quit was a software engineering job for a major major Making, insurance look at it right. Would have been you would have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was more than okay. I did right. a good job. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, so that that even within itself was like, you know, like that's why it's important to be, you know, faith driven as far as this journey goes, because I wouldn't have had the the confidence to leave that job if I was focused only on doing it because it was something that I wanted to do and not being in tune to why it was connected to my purpose and, you know, the kingdom. So that's like, I get into, like, you know, a lot of that in the book. And it's just really, it's it's meant to be a a point for, you know, people to go read it and become encouraged, you know, and to feel like it's okay if you feel these ways about it because I felt the same exact way, you know what I'm saying? And I'm being 100% honest. It's not a glamour story. It's not like... Okay, like I got a hundred thousand dollar check and I quit my job. Like, right. no, that's not what happened. Right. And it was a, you know, there are times when I doubted myself. There are times when, like, I, I felt like I was going to struggle. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it was just like this. And I, there are times when I, I felt like I shouldn't have quit my job. I was like, dang, was this the wrong decision? Because you know I was making this much money and now right. it's looking kind of slow. You know, so it, 
you know, I just address all of that, and it's okay to feel those things and know there's a way to get through those things, but you have to have that space, like you're saying, like, the space is so, so important, and I think that's what a lot of people are missing in, in their journeys, and so I just really wanted to write a book so that people could become encouraged, become inspired, and just kind of learn from my experience as they try to go on about their own experiences. It's not like a how-to guide, like, it's not right. like, okay, this is what you need to do. Right. It's, just, it's just kind of like, these are some of the things you'll probably encounter because these are some of the ways that I felt, these are some of the things I've had to deal with. But this is how I got through them, and this is what you can use to encourage yourself through the process. Nah, and, I, and I also know, I know, you know, family is important to you, and I know you have a great relationship with your mom and everything. Did she, how, how was she when you've told her that you was going to quit your job and is that part of is that any part of your book where you kind of explain that transition um with family there's a big um it's a small part it's a side note in the book it's in chapter three so i don't want to get too many details sure sure of course of course right (laughs) it's a a really it's a really deep story um about what happened when i told my mom but um all in all she was she was supportive. My mom always supports me. Right. Always. Yeah. No matter what. Um yeah. whether it's moving to Atlanta or quitting my job. Like she she truly believes that God has a purpose on my life. So I don't and I move very faith driven. I don't move just because I feel like moving. I move after I feel like God is pushing me to move. You right. Know? Right. So when I tell her about these decisions that I think about I'm thinking about making, she's always supportive. Now of course any mother would feel a little concerned, like, you know, of it course. was already enough that her daughter moved out of state away from all of her family but now she's talking about quitting her job you know it's just kind of like ooh I don't know you know so of course she was a little concerned (laughs) but but overall after you know conversations and stuff you know she she's very supportive she's always supportive of everything I do and like here's the reason why I feel so confident in anything that I do because even when I doubt myself she reminds me that I'm able to do anything I need to do so love my mom man. shout out to mom okay. shout out to mom yes. yeah I had the opportunity yeah, right <laughs> hey <laughs> where where can where can people uh, get the book yes the book is available through my website so if you go to londonelixir.com that's e-l-i-x-i-r um just click on the tab that says my book or if you want to go directly there it's londonelixir.com slash pto but to make it super simple, just follow me on Instagram at London Elixir and there click the go. link in my bio. There you go. There you go. So last, lastly, um, for everybody that's listening, whether it be male or female, young or old, what would you tell yourself in 2018 as a, as now 2020? What does 2020 London have to tell 2018 London? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm trying, I know exactly where I was at in 2018, too. I would just tell myself, um, don't be afraid to to focus on what, what you want to focus on. I think in 2018, I was very caught up in doing what I, I thought other people wanted me to do. Yeah, um, yeah. As far as music yeah. and, you know, doing a lot of, putting a lot of energy and effort into the people around me and not enough into myself. Mm. So I would say just, Never, never put more out to, into other people than you're putting into yourself. And I was working at that time, so I didn't even have a lot of extra time outside of work to give. Mm. And I was giving most of it to other people, yeah. which I don't regret. I was, it wasn't like it was all give. I was gaining things from those experiences. You know what I'm saying? But sure. I think 
that now that I'm not doing that, now that I'm focusing more on myself, I'm able to progress way more. As soon as I stopped doing that and started focusing more on myself, I was able to release my own music and do I Don't Give a Funk, and now I'm writing a book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's very important to be in tune to what it is that you're supposed to do, like your purpose, and not so much focusing on trying to help other people with their purpose. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. that that makes perfect sense. That's 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 great. Appreciate it. I can't tell you how much this interview means to myself. Um, you know, you've been an inspiration to me. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, one more time, just let everybody know how you can be reached if they looking to work with you at 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 with any means at any point. Um, how can they get in touch with you? Drop the uh, website for the book again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the best way to reach me is through Instagram. So follow me on Instagram. At London Elixir, that's E-L-I-X-I-R. Um, and to get the book, it's LondonElixir.com slash PTO or just LondonElixir.com and you can click on the book. But again, it's in my bio, so follow me on Instagram. If you're looking for beats or anything, just shoot me a direct message and we can talk about working together on some production. And that's the best way to get in touch with me. Big up again to London Elixir for dropping some major, major knowledge. Make sure that you follow her on all platforms that she listed. Make sure you go cop the book. As a matter of fact, I'm about to get online as soon as I get off air and go buy the book for myself. We gotta stay Ohio support. Ohio strong. You already know. Make sure that you follow Ohio Fleet Radio on all platforms. Check out our new Twitter account at Ohio Fleet Radio, letting you know what we are playing. Make sure you follow our Ohio Fleet Radio on Instagram for more show updates and DJ updates. On behalf of all the Ohio Fleet Radio family, on behalf of Fleet DJs Nation Worldwide, I'm your man DJ Swamp Thing. Of course, you can follow me on all platforms as well. We'll see you next week. Make sure you check us out on Monday from 12 to 12.30 where we have, of course, my Lunchbox Mix. We got Tiffany Marie's Creative Conversations at 10 a.m. And then that evening, of course, we got the homie DJ Saint taking you way back with them old school beats. All right? Don't get the cool the Glock pop 30. I bought y'all boys, I ain't worried. Brown skin chick, thick and fine, 50 bag, baby nine, man, I bought y'all girls, I ain't worried. I'm a ill ass nigga, I'm shit. I'm a baller, I'm a boss. I'm at your door at 2 a.m., take it off. Lamb truck, same color, marinara drip sauce. Baby, clap your hands, stomp your feet, shake it off. When I enter, know you're dealing with a winner. The way you shake it, I can see you no beginner. What it do? What it do? I came here alone, I wanna leave with you. Talk of the city, young Bobby. Blow a bag, probably got a booty like J-Lo and some boobies like Dolly. Got a chick so paid, East Point made. Old school vert, get sprayed. Credit on fire like lava. 95 Apollo, why you chasing all them hoes? Man, I'm looking for them dogs. Get the cool roof missing, the Glock pop 30. About y'all boys, I ain't worried. Brown skin chick, thick and fine. Bendy bag, baby nine, man. About y'all girls, I ain't worried. Stay up, so particular, unpredictable, whip game.
ain't killer, homicide with vehicular. I speak digital, I see digits. Do my own thing, middle finger to the critics. Digging 112, yellow sky is the limit. Paper tags on the back is high ride when I'm in it. It ain't a flu, I'm the truth. Deontay Wilder on the mic and in the booth. See the proof in the swag, play in the suit. You mad cause I'm winner, you a hater from the root. I got no time for the back and forth. I'ma bring the volley. Me and shoulder kick it, no karate. I'm coming down the lane, throw the oop. I'ma catch it with the left top. Ten sports center, we the best. Yeah, young as the cool roof missing. The Glock pop 30. I bite y'all boys, I ain't worried. Brown skin chick, thick and fine. Fendi bag, baby nine. Man, I bite y'all girls, I ain't worried.